That's right. But you can't jump on all of them. You've got to choose one. And that's the one direction you want to choose for yourself. And there's a we band. can delve a little bit into that. What's one that? Is a, one direction is a band. You, can, you, may, you yeah, may be an inadvertent right. connection there. So yeah, yeah you, there you go. If, if you're going to jump on a bandwagon, make it the one direction one. Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Hello, everybody. Daniel and Katie here, and it is level up time. Right. Let's level it up, man. Let's do it. That that was some good enthusiasm there. Yeah. Let's do some leveling. Let's go up rather than down. Onwards and level upwards. So, so today we are chatting about, um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say there's not a single person out there that doesn't at some level suffer from this. And if you don't, you're lying to yourself, especially in our industry. But really, if you've got a computer and or access to social media or really media of any form, uh, you have experienced this phenomenon that's only had a name for the last 15 or 20 years, but has existed forever. Mm. What is that? What, what is that? It. it is called FOMO. And if you don't know what that means, it stands for fear of missing out. And as Daniel said, there's a lot of realtor FOMO that happens that you experience and something we want to talk about today. We think it's a big enough topic that it deserves a podcast episode. <laughs> it's, it's gone through our extensive 15 point uh, evaluative process and it made it through the other end. So today we're going to talk about FOMO and what it is, why it happens, and what you can do about it, hopefully, because uh, I, I think I can... we have a solution for you. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, some, something like this for us to say that it'll disappear on you, I think is a little bit naive because it's, it's a psychological thing, right? And as, yeah. in, as in control of your own lives and, and, and what impacts you and what doesn't as you are, it's pretty impossible not to notice the world around you and have that impact you in some way, right? So... Um, so the idea, and, and like you said, I mean, we, we want to talk about this specifically in the context of, of realtor FOMO, because there's enough in our own backyard that we don't need to jump into all of the other stuff, but the concept is the same fear of missing out is really what it sounds like. It's the feeling that things are happening that you are not enjoying the benefit of. And because Mm -hmm. of that, you're in a worse spot and, and rougher emotions and feelings like envy and jealousy and things like that lead to other bad emotions like depression, anxiety, anger, and all of that. So all of those things I listed off are not positive. I think it's fair to say no one's looking to be any of those things or feel any of those ways. And so let's talk a bit about where this occurs or, or I guess the different instances of why this is happening, especially in our industry. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's probably something that's come up since technology has given us a lot more options, social media, in terms of how to grow one's business in, um, 
in real estate. And I think that we just see what everybody else is doing and constantly want to do the same because we see how successful they are. Social media is so, uh, I guess, guilty of showing us all the good that people are doing and maybe exaggerating the success that a lot of people are having. And we feel like because we're not seeing that in our own business behind the scenes and not in social media, um, we think that we need to jump on the bandwagon, every single bandwagon, which you can't do. Like if you literally look at, like think in your head of bandwagons, whatever those might look like, deck wagons. It's a wagon with a (laughs) bunch of musicians on it. That's right. But you can't jump on all of them. You've got to choose one. And that's the one direction you want to choose for yourself. And There's a we band. can delve a little bit into that. What's one that? Is a, one direction is a band. You, can, you may, you yeah, may be inadvertent right. connection there. So yeah, yeah you, there you go. If, if you're going to jump on a bandwagon, make it the one direction one. That's the bandwagon that's right. you want to choose. Um, yeah. yeah you, you, you touched on such an important point there, which is we see the good stuff right? Like when we're watching social media and and we're all, I think in some cases, not everybody, but a lot of us are guilty of, and not even guilty. I think it's natural that when you want to share something with the world, you're trying to put, you know, your quote unquote best self out there. You're trying to paint the most positive picture of yourself out there. But in turn, what that does is that's what everybody else sees. And it's a bit of a vicious cycle when all that anybody's showing us or the bulk of what's being shown to us are the vacations and the big sales and you know the happy lovey whatevers right we want to see positive stuff but when you're inundated from all sides with all the stuff that's amazing about everybody's life it naturally can lead you to start thinking how come my life's not that amazing or what am i not doing um and that and that's where a lot of this comes in yeah yeah, and I think also not not only social media, but also all the different conferences and all the different tools that you can take advantage of a realtor. You could literally go to conferences full time and not actually work on your business. So it's it's really about picking and choosing those things that are going to serve your business, and everybody's business is served in different ways. So at the core of it, and something that we actually talked about at our team meeting this past week is just really identifying where you want your business to go, what direction, and how does that connect back to the ultimate vision you have for your life? Absolutely. Like right now, if you're always focused on the objectives and accomplishments of other people, and and all of this stuff is air quotes, right? Because we talk Mm -hmm. about the accomplishments and the things that other people are doing. Again, like this is edited, like think about, you always have fun. And I, I, if I ever get TikTok or Snapchat, I'll probably have the same fun, but you have fun kind of looking at filters on, mm-hmm. on social media and like seeing what it does to you. There's nothing wrong with that, yeah. but like just, and, and like saying like, wow, like this is, this is what most people are putting out there. And all of us have done things and all that, but like not yeah. just physical presentation, but it's the same thing with the messaging that this entire environment is built to tell a story to the world that's narrated almost in the best case scenario of what I want the world to think about me, Mm -hmm. right? It's very rare that I'll put out or anybody will put out a, uh, a vulnerable kind of story. 
yeah. right? Or a vulnerable post. We're seeing a little bit more of it. And in some cases, you know, that's helpful, but it shouldn't yeah. be what social media and what like kind of the, the, there's no right way to use what you choose to share, but there's a right way to take it in as a viewer and as an audience. Um, right. And I, I think, like you said, it's not just social media. I mean, that is though, I think the catalyst that really drives this because it's what all of us are inundated with every single day, whether we like it or not. Um, yeah. I, social media is not going to just disappear overnight because, you know, some government agency says, you know, FOMO is too much of an epidemic or something like that. Um, yeah. So that's where I, I think part of it starts with ourselves and a recognition of the practices that we have in what we're sharing with everybody else and taking ownership in the stories we're telling people. It's not, I, I, I don't think it's cut and dry and that you need to say, okay, now I need to, for every three positive stories, I'm going to put out a sad emoji or I'm going to be Eeyore or talk about mm-hmm. something. But I think though, recognizing the way and the, and the, and the approach that you take to this might help paint a better picture of, you know, the opposite of the fear of missing out. It's like the, the understanding of what you're not seeing from other mm-hmm. people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that it's just important to be real with yourself and figure out ultimately what drives you. Cause even putting out happy posts about a success that you had, maybe it's real, but even still, like how good do you feel after you put up that post? Is it, I, I don't know. I just, I, I think that yeah. there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that we don't recognize with everybody. And well, yeah. It, and it's, it's a, funny because we, we know it happens to us, but we don't think it happens to everybody else. <laughs> well, that, that's it. And I, I think it's, it's a vicious self-esteem cycle for yeah. both sides. Cause you're right. You put something out post, uh, about yourself. That's positive. I'm not saying everybody does it to make themselves feel better. Like, I mean, you should celebrate your successes and you should share that with the world. And that, that is one of the reasons why social media is out there. Right. And even yeah. from a, a, a pitching your own business, I, I, I know we talk about like, don't make everything out there about how great you are, but you know, once in a while, it's nice to remind the world that things are going well for you and it makes you feel good, but it can also for some people, and, and this is the case for me too. I mean, I've put out positive things and then afterwards been like, oh my God, like how insecure am I? That like, I just, like I have to tell the world this or like if I look at my last four right. things and they're all just smiley happy and it's an incomplete picture being deliberately put out there, which doesn't make the poster in some cases, not I can't speak for everybody, but it doesn't make me feel good. No. After the fact. And in turn, it's also potentially making other people not feel good. Right. Because they're, they're seeing it. And like, what is it that I'm hoping for that everyone's gonna say, Oh, my God, he's so great. Oh, my God, I love that guy. Where maybe some people do, but that's, that's not the intent. And if part of the reaction is like, Oh, God, like, that makes me depressed, because I didn't do that. Or like, what am I not doing that he is? Because all they're seeing is what I'm showing them. And that Mm -hmm. is, it's it's a really dangerous driver where the net effect could very well be everybody's disappointed (laughs) with with the approach. Yeah, yeah. There's so much like that you can think of, but going back to 
real estate and realtors. Um, I think ultimately it's, it's really deciding on a focus and sticking to it and asking yourself constantly, is this something that is going to further my business in the way I want it to further my business? So when it comes to a real estate conference, there's so many different conferences out there. But I remember speaking to somebody one time about one conference in particular, and she's just like, I don't think I'm going to go to it. It's just not like the topics aren't anything that are of interest to me or, or will serve my business. And I'm like, good for you. Like, because, you know, it, it, there's the social part of things, which is nice. It's nice to like connect to with other people. But um, ultimately, if it's something that's not going to really help you at all, and you're not going to take something back with you and being able to implement it in the business, in the direction that you want to go, because I think that's the scary part and the danger that we have to re realize with these conferences and with all of these different training sessions is, is it going to take you away from what it is that you're trying to accomplish? Like if you're going to do a session on door knocking or scripting on phone or on doing cold calls, like is that something that you're doing right now in your business? Is it something you want to get into? No. Then why, why is it that you want to do that? Probably because right. you've seen the success that other people have had with it, which is true, but they've been consistent with it day in and day out for months and years, probably. Right. And lacking a strategy and a focus, you very likely could just going in, be going in a whirlwind of whether it's conferences or whatever, and just constant not even yeah. education. It's almost like a re-education because we've been to enough of these. Yeah. If we're talking about conferences where there's a ton of overlap, there's a tons, of, there's tons of the same sorts of people and same sorts of messages that those are put into place to equip you to do your job or to be yeah. happier, not to come back and see it again. Right. Nothing against people yeah. who are, you know, it's the same thing as people who go to 30 years and are like lifelong students you know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what your path is, is that you're just always learning and you can sustain yourself and that's what makes you happy. Fine. But you do that. I think what people fail to see, and this is like reverse FOMO, the opportunity cost of spending all your time or too much of your time doing one thing that doesn't serve you is that yeah. you're now missing out on your actual business. You're now missing right. out on actual success and the strategy that you have for yourself which probably right. is not like when we do an annual plan or, you know, start implementing different sorts of strategies, it's not going to be my whole year is going to be every week. I'm at a new conference, you know, yeah. like that's not the strategy. The strategy is I want to increase this productivity or I want to develop a brand or whatever it is that comes with the work side of the work or the implementation of the other stuff. Yeah. And it's important sharing and social media aside, it's important that you structure your life and your day according to that. So that when you look back, you feel good about it and yeah. you're going to miss out on stuff. Like maybe that's a key thing that people need to understand is you can't have it all. Like all right. of us want to be everywhere and well, not all of us, but a lot of us want to be doing more than we are and can see that there's things we aren't achieving. Mm -hmm. Right. But pick your goals and pick your objectives and stick to those. And I guarantee you, not that you're not going to be thinking about stuff you didn't do, because that's, it's a natural thing for lots of people, but at least you can look back and say, I accomplished what I set out to do. And that makes me feel yeah. good. And that's the sort of thing yeah. that should drive you. 
Yeah, we did a, a book review on the 12 week year uh, this past week and that whole cycle of change or the emotional cycle of change, I think rings really true to this sort of a situation as well, where the different steps is like the first step is you really excited because it's a new idea and you don't recognize the work that has to go on behind the scenes to actually make that strategy work for you. And I think that's the trap that a lot of us fall into is just, we all get excited with new ideas, even a new CRM, like the, how many times, like be honest with yourself that you've switched a CRM system because you're just like, uh, I just, you know, I got excited about this one and then I got it. And then I realized how much work I have to put into actually use it the right way. And you just abandon ship before you even want, you even take the time to learn and then move on to another CRM. And that's why people keep like doing these things mm-hmm. over and over again, because they just want the excitement of that initial uh, change, but they don't want to do the work that they need to to actually see through the results that they're going to get. Right. It's, it's the side. I mean, I told you in the meeting yesterday, like it is the most indicative image of how our thought process goes is eagerness, realize something's hard. And then you get caught. You just get caught in the, that, that fork in the road between powering through the hard stuff to -hmm. get to the finish line or, whatever you want to call it, but it's quitting, you know, people can give it whatever refocusing, I'm adapting, I'm this, I'm that, I've got a better pivoting. idea, pivoting, it's quitting, right? And it's not yeah. wrong. And I don't say it in as bad a way as it might be implied. Sometimes you should pivot. But if you're doing it because something's hard, or because the results are not there as quickly as you expected them to be, coupled with, in your mind, seeing other people doing things quicker, or doing things yeah. better, then it's a, then you're quitting like that. Then you're just giving up, right? All of these companies, whether it's CRM companies or whatever it is, marketing companies, lead whatever the thing is, they're all going to paint for you. They're selling. They're selling to you. They're painting the clear picture of when this works well. This is what it looks like, right? And you're going to see stories. Yeah, you'll you'll see yeah. success stories. You'll talk to people who may or may not use things and tell you it was easy or not, but everything like we talk about it all the time there's no quick fix there's no magic pill that beats hard work implementation and and actually asserting yourself to do something rather than waiting for the easy answer because the easy answers don't happen with eighty thousand realtors in this province if everyone had easy answers there wouldn't for the first time ever there wouldn't be enough houses to go around for all of us to make a living right so right. yeah. there's, there's a very small subset of people who are actually sticking to their goals and focused on it and powering through the noise that's mm-hmm. pulling them away. Like these positive yeah. things on the surface look like they're motivating you to work harder, but at the same time, they're inadvertently pulling you back because they're showing you the finish line. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of cases, leaving out all the boring stuff, which is you busting yeah. your ass to get there. Yeah. Exactly. So it it really comes down to execution at the end of the day. And if you like, you can surround yourself with all the knowledge, you can know exactly what you need to do, but if you're not executing on what it is, then you're just going to have to keep going through this very challenging cycle and frustrating cycle of not seeing the results that you want. So I think 
another part like that I've recently done actually is I was following all of these different podcasts, like lots of great ones, but I decided that I'm obvious I'm every day inundated with ooh, new podcasts, new podcasts, so many ideas, but I've decided like on a few core podcasts that I'm going to listen to every week because I really like them and I actually get information and, and good tips out of them. But the other ones I've stopped following, not that I'll ever not go back to them, but like, it's just that whole thing. Like, Oh, it's a new, it's a new episode. I want to listen to it, but like, it's taking me away from like what it is that I actually want to accomplish. And right. um, it's, it's just all of these different ideas. At some point you got to stop with the ideas and actually execute on what it is that you want to do. Right. Are we, did yeah. we make the short list? Should I ask, or have we been yeah. cut out? <laughs> no, we have. We've made the uh, short okay. list. Yeah. I, I suppose you're like experiencing it now. Five or, yeah. Okay. So, so we're top six for you. That's yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. Top five or six. But, you know, I think, you know, there's a lot that, yeah, they're good, but honestly, like I listen to them and I never really come out of them being like, oh, that was a really, like, I got a really good tip from that or whatever. And when I'm listening to them, I'm also listening to them from a, you know, man, a manager and an owner of a brokerage where I can pass along ideas to our, our, our agents as well. So it's not just for me, but again, you get tempted by all of these different things people are talking about. Well, and, and if you've stuck to even, even three, but like you're saying five or so, like if you've got that much content coming at you just yeah. in that one medium, and I know podcasts are sort of your primary form of, of you know, media yeah. consumption when it comes to actual useful business building stuff. Yeah. You're, you're going to have an endless amount of stuff to draw from, even with that. Right. And you've, yeah. you've gone to the trouble of sifting through to find the best ones. So that, that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. stick to that. Cause otherwise it's like going to a conference every week, right? Like yeah. you've got 15 hours of podcasts to listen to every week. Where are you fitting in the work? Where are you fitting in time to implement all these things? Um, yeah. So, uh, so I, I, I want to get to a handful of, and we've sort of been touching on it. Like we talked about executing and all that, but a handful of what we can do and sort of the things that mm-hmm. we should start to look at as actual tangible solutions to dealing with FOMO, whatever type of FOMO you have. Um, I can throw one out there. uh, And a lot of these, like everything we talk about, this should be common sense stuff, but it impacts what we do. And I think the first one is surrounding yourself with the right people, positive, motivating, whether it's team members, whether it's friends, family, colleagues, whatever, the more that your inner circle is people who deliver positive messages, are supportive, you know, uh, and and bring you up as well as bringing themselves up. So not people who are just self-deprecating. Like, that's not what I mean. That's the opposite. Like, not people who, who try to make you feel better about yourself to their own detriment, but people who are just genuine, good, positive energy people. Because yeah. energy spurns energy. Is it spurn or spur? Sperm. I don't think that's a word, but I'm gonna have to look that up. Energy, Sperm. energy leads to more energy. <laughs> yeah. But also not only that, but I think people that will hold you accountable as well mm-hmm. to the things that you said you're going to do, because we've got that. Um, and I think we hopefully give that to a lot of our agents who we have the opportunity to have accountability calls with. And it's just, if 
you know somebody's going to call you out for not doing something, it just pushes you to do it um, a lot better. So. Absolutely. I, I am listening to you, but you want to hear a really fun fact? What's that? <laughs> just because I was bothered by not knowing what spurn and spur were. Yeah. So to spur, spur is a word. Yeah. To, they're, they're both words. They're both words. But you know what's okay. crazy? What's that? They mean the opposite thing. How messed up is that? So really? So spur, spur is, I know what spur is, I think. If you spur someone on, you're urging someone yeah. on, which is what I meant to right. say, or giving an incentive yeah. or encouragement, which makes sense because yeah. like a spur on a horse is making it go, right? But okay. to spurn yeah. with an N, mm-hmm. yeah. that means to reject with disdain or contempt. Spur. So I've never heard of that word before. So that's actually the opposite. Sounds so like one a is good ur- crossword word. That's wild to me. I never knew that. I always used them interchangeably. And I guess now for those of you who are going to now play back the tape, I meant to say that positivity and energy spurs more positive energy, um, which is still sort of out of context. But anyway, yes. um, sorry, sorry to interrupt there, but that was blowing my mind. I feel like one of those people who we can't see on the radio who are like just sitting there surfing the web while the other person's talking. And then they come in with like, yeah, I just saw that. Tim Duncan had 90% free throw rate last year off the top of my head. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah, I think that's a great uh, tactic or strategy to make sure that you're focusing on the right things. Um, I think also um, having that emotional or vision for what you want your business to be like long-term um, is something that you could connect back to your everyday strategies. And if it's not, if you're not feeling that connection, then it doesn't make sense to do. And it takes time to establish where you want to go, um, with your career, with your life, all that kind of stuff. So definitely take some time to do that. And I think the moment, and it's taken me a while too, but like, I can envision, like, if I close my eyes, I can envision what it is, not completely, but part of it that, I want for our business and and all that kind of stuff. And so it helps me to make decisions a lot clear, more clearly and feel a lot more comfortable saying no to a lot more opportunities or just even um, saying no to different podcasts and different things Mm -hmm. that I'm consuming um, to make sure that I am leading myself in the direction that I want. I'll, I'll take you one further. You talk about closing your eyes. You can envision it. And this is uh, strange that it's coming from me because this is way more you than me and I should do this, but write it down, write it down, create the visual of however it is you want to do it. You know, we, we do our plans, you know, we're starting with, you know, the 12 week approach, you know, you have a vision board, things like that. You just did, um, you know, goal setting with the kids this morning that, you know, things that are visual yeah. In one sense, it's the goal where you've got your eyes on the prize that keeps you motivated and focused, but then yeah. the steps along the way to understand what you need to do, right? Because I think FOMO, as it relates to even not just social media, conferences, whatever, we look for ways to distract ourselves, right? Yeah. From the hard so, work. From the hard work, from life, from every, like we're looking it's amazing yeah. for people who say they're so busy. If you use that little app that all of us have on our phone now, I don't know if yours like reminds you, but I get that thing once a week that says, here was your screen time. Yeah. And if you dive into it, it shows you how much time you bloody wasted. Like it wasn't working screen time. 
No. This is why it's always been a pet peeve of mine where people say they're too busy. Because if you really break down what you're busy with, you're wasting valuable time doing things that are now feeding this FOMO beast. When Mm -hmm. if you had your plan and your focus and your strategy laid out literally in front of you, you're probably still going to have tons of free time. But I guarantee you that if you check off all the stuff on those boxes, you're going to feel better about yourself. The FOMO will come down because Mm -hmm. the fear of missing out, it's not, it's not the fear of not having things like that's part of it. It's not like I'm not rich or I'm not this it's, I didn't do what that person did, or I'm not where I should be. And I'm always doing something that's lesser than what somebody else is doing. It's a self-esteem thing. And if you're accomplishing what you set out to accomplish, that in itself should give you the satisfaction that you didn't miss anything. Right. Like, like there's things you're not doing. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not on the Vegas strip right now. I'm not here. I'm not there, but we're doing things we set out to do. And so rather than fearing missing out on something, it should be an appreciation of where you are. If that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. I need to find a better acronym for that. Those don't go together well, but I'll think about it. Like the anti-FOMO, the counter, the counter FOMO. FOMO. Yeah. And also just, as you said, like being really real with yourself every day. Um, and that's start, that, you know, starts with like a good plan for the day, but it also ends with a bit of reflection as to what worked well and what didn't like, I constantly struggle with in the mornings. Um, I go downstairs and I do a workout and I constantly struggle with not like going to my phone and I'm like, I'll post some more for accountability for myself. Like I'll post like a quick, um, recap of my workout, but I go to Instagram to do a a post on my story. And the amount of times I get sucked in after I post to keep scrolling, like I'm, I have to have my shower, but I'm just going to scroll for like 10, 15, 20 minutes. And it's ridiculous. And, um, the days that I tell myself before I go, I fall into the trap. Okay. This is what's going to happen. If you stay on this app, um, I, I shut it down and, and move on with my day, but you know, there's, I, I can, I keep falling into the trap and I, I just need to be real with myself and recognize that. And probably at the end of the night, figure out a way to just, cause, cause what they say that, like, if you like the things that you think about be- right before you go to sleep tend to be the things that like, almost manifest in your dreams. And like, you wake up and like, you kind of, if you know what your plan is for the day, then like you kind of wake up with some purpose. Um, but also I think if I tell myself like tomorrow, this is something that's likely going to happen, possibly I could then go into the morning being like, okay, maybe keep my phone to the side and not use it unless I absolutely need it for recording my video workout. Like, I think that's the trap I fall into because I've got my phone to do that. I like need something else to record my workout or something. Well, we'll hire you a 6am camera crew <laughs> to, to show up at the house and then leave. Yeah. Yeah. No, that won't work either. But yeah, I think just like recognizing your weaknesses and in the, in the areas where you're going to have a downfall. Um, I think that that's, that's good as well. Well, and re- and recognize your strengths too, right? Yeah. Like, like yeah. a lot of this is because of, again, the things we feel like we don't have, but when you take a moment and realize what you do have, right? Mm-hmm. You're not doing it 
solely as a, or you shouldn't be doing it just as a mechanism to tell the world what you have. I think a lot of this, all of this is inside of you and the way you feel about yourself. And yeah. Yeah. if, if you just have the ability to say like in your case, I mean, you're working out every morning and it's validating and it's, not, and it's keeping you accountable. Like you said, like putting mm -hmm. it out there is an accountability thing. Right. But I mean, I've been in meetings with you where people are saying like, my God, like you work out every day. It's amazing. You're not doing mm -hmm. it to hear that. And in some no. cases you're creating FOMO with other people way to go. <laughs> but, but at the same time, you, I mean, without posting that, you can still recognize that you're accomplishing that every morning and you're feeling, you know, you yeah. feel good when you enter the day, you start your day before the kids are awake, you know, all these things, right. That if we just all take a step back and say, okay, forget what I don't have for a second. And let's think yeah. about what I do have. That's another very powerful weapon against mm -hmm. FOMO, right? Just taking mm -hmm. the time yeah. to say, you know, my kids are healthy, or I did get to go on a vacation this year, or I'm having, you know, one of the best sales years of my life, or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. There's always going to be shitty stuff, right? So fight yeah. the urge to just focus on, here's all the crap that happened to me this year, because we all have that too, right? But if you're, yeah. if you're standing, and you're able to think about things at all, there's things to be thankful for, right? And so, yeah, you know, gratitude is one of those softer things, that, I mean, I'm, I'm the anti-soft with everything, but realistically, that's a really important emotion tool, whatever you want to call it, to have for yourself and to others, you know, making other yeah. people feel good, thanking other people for things that they do. It makes you feel good. It's got this like joint, it spurs happiness among <laughs> everybody. Um, yeah. But then it also takes your mind away. Like the more you're focused on positive things, the more you're not focused on negative things, right? Yeah. And the better mood you're in, everything flows from that. Just from like your ability to be positive and thinking about, you know, the right things, not distracting yourself. It's just, it's a better world to be in. Like by definition, you'll feel better all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So to recap, recap. we talked to, to, we talked about just, uh, surrounding yourself with great people that are going to keep you positive and that are going to keep you accountable to the things that you said you're going to do. Um, you want to have a great vision for where you want to take your life and have that connect back to your daily and weekly actions. Um, you want to just self-reflect and recognize what went well and what didn't go well with each and every day. Anything else that we can share uh, well, I think the, the one thing which was inherent through all this that we didn't say, because I'm sure if you go to any website looking up, how do I beat FOMO? Number one or number two is going to be use less social media, <laughs> right? Yeah. I think on well, a tech- Consume consume less, I think, in con general. Consume less and, and be, be aware of what you're consuming and why you're consuming it, right? There's nothing wrong yeah. with it. I love to keep up on what other people are doing. You know, it can be motivating as much as it can also- really, you know, create the wrong yeah, side of things. I think it's just, there's a time and a place for it in your day. And if you're constantly like gravitating towards Instagram to see what everybody's up to, um, that's, you're going to fall into a trap of just wasting a lot of time. But if you set aside a certain amount of time each day to do that, you're still getting it, but you're right. limiting yourself to, to that side of things. Right. And, and for a lot of us, it's still part of our actual tactical strategy 
to be like yeah. social media is a valuable tool. Well, that's it. Yeah. Right. So if used right, if used if right. used right. So use it mm-hmm. right. And and as bad as it is, you know, when we as realtors are out there marketing or doing things out there, we're not doing it to create FOMO necessarily. But in some cases, yeah. if it's something that's in the context of join my brokerage or sell a house with me or whatever, part of that yeah. message is still, if you don't do it with me, you're missing out on me. Right. Yeah. So like, it's okay to understand the mechanics, but as individuals, we need to be very self-aware of why we're doing what we're doing. Like you said, focusing yeah. on goals, focusing on the tactics and things you want to accomplish and yeah. making that number one on your list of things to do, right? If you accomplish mm-hmm. everything on your list, have at it, empty a bottle of wine and sit on Instagram if you want, whatever. But like knowing makes that, you happy. <laughs> yeah, well, just knowing that you accomplished what it is you set out to do and that you're well on your way to achieving your goals, which in itself should keep you positive and happy about the prospects of things that are in your own control and in your own life. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, this was a, this was a good balance between hard and soft here. FOMO is a very, it's a conceptual thing, but it's very real. You know, I, I feel it, you feel it, you know, in different respects, but you can't let it consume you. If you really take a second to ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? And what am I not doing for myself? That's leading me not just to consume this stuff. That's making me feel this way, but that's even opening the door for my mind to go there at all. Right. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, anybody now who's listening to this podcast, I can tell you that if you haven't subscribed and you haven't liked it and put comments there, you are in fact missing out. You are in fact going to have a tremendous amount of FOMO when you wake up in the morning that you didn't subscribe to this podcast. So, um, ensure you do that that would be the that would be the final tip that i have for everybody to avoid fomo you become part of this family officially officially once you click that button yeah exactly well we hope that you know if you are reducing the amount of uh things that you're consuming podcasts all that kind of stuff we hope that we stay on your list um, we try to make things as fresh and updated as possible and, and different. Um, that's one thing that I think sometimes podcasts fall into the trap of is, is kind of talking about similar things every single week. So we try to bring some variety, but if you do have any suggestions on things that you'd love us to talk about, or if you have any, um, constructive criticism on things that maybe you're seeing that we should get better at. Like I do listen to our podcast every week because I like to just be a little self-critical a, a little bit about, you know, how we approach things and how we present things and how I talk and all my different ums and all the isms that we have each of us. But um, we definitely want to be able to make this as, as useful as possible for everybody. So reach out, leave us a review and follow yeah, I, us. I, I will say as, as it connects to this topic too, like, I don't know how good we've been at being a bit down the middle when it comes to not sounding too everything's wonderful but that's another goal of this as well is this doesn't exist to create this feeling of missing out or like i'm not doing the right things because we fuck up everything like since day one (laughs) we were looking at old videos the original like scroll back listen to the first few episodes of the shirt i i i I gotta get the t-shirt okay hold on i'm in her room now just keep talking the t-shirt so so this was a t-shirt that i was cleaning out my closet and it was in the back 
for a reason. I'm surprised I didn't burn it. This was the first t-shirt we made when we started our brokerage. It's going to, okay. okay. I gave a bit of a, I gave okay. a bit of a preamble. Oh, you can't hear me. I gave a bit of a preamble okay. here yeah, to what this t-shirt is. So <laughs> this was what we were actually going to use. I speak fluent real estate. Go ahead. Ask me something. And look at that. Look at that. Look at the Type logo. It's logo. not even a transparent logo. It's on there. We've got four oh different God. fonts there. I think every line is a different font. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> in a really weird twist of faith, this is like now our daughter's favorite shirt, which she actually wore all day in public yesterday, which is what I, it is. I'm shocked. But like even, okay, I don't understand. Like why is fluent in script? And why fluent. do we have these dashes? Why do we have dashes between? Those like, dashes on, are amazing. Go ahead. And, and then, and then this is, logo, did we not have a transparent logo? I don't get this. You know all. what it is? I, I think it's, we didn't make it in white yet. So we only had the black one and that wouldn't have gone onto a dark gray shirt. We're just, but you know, but, but that oh my is, God. but this, this, yeah, that is a visual represent. We should frame that and put that in the office <laughs> because we've got, we've got firsts of everything we've done, whether it's videos, whether it's listing presentations, business cards, feature sheets, podcast episodes. When we go back, it would have been very easy in every one of these situations to fall to that pit after sucking and saying, okay, we got to try something else. Right. And I guess in some cases, well, we didn't keep going with that shirt. We do have nice shirts now. Actually, I'm wearing a, oh, I can't lift my back up. It's one of our shirts I'm wearing right now. You can't lift um, your back up. Oh yeah. Well, that's, that's, yeah. It's the world people don't see in social media. I have bad back. This is like you don't have a bad you've like there's painful back painful back anonymous PBA yeah um, no, but it's bad you have a pretty it, bad back right now it is but that's okay don't feel bad for me it's don't not okay though it's not no, no. no but like that's well, the thing like, for the purposes of this real about it I'm not well I'm not denying it it's there I know I'm working know. on it I'm working but on you're it. you're making light of it <laughs> well I don't I don't want to scare away our listeners terrified them. what's what are you scaring them away from <laughs> i don't know um but in any case yeah well i mean that's an indication though like everyone's got and we talk about this other times too like everyone's got all the stuff that you don't see whether it's shitty t-shirts yeah. or bad backs right yeah don't dwell on other people that's really like that's the message we always talk about it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing it matters that you're achieving and moving forward on your own terms with what you want to be doing and everybody can, everybody can, yeah. if you just put your head yeah. down and do it. I don't care what your situation is. Everybody can move forward. It's not going to be tomorrow, but it's got to start today. What? That was kind of, that was kind of cliche-ish. Mike, yeah, mic that drop, not drop that mic. Mic drop. <laughs> anyway. All right. Thank I've, you I've everyone for listening. We appreciate your time. Go out execute and stop consuming all that stuff that's creating the FOMO. <laughs> stop consuming all that stuff. All right. <laughs> Much love right. to all. Until next we'll time, next keep fit and have fun. Closings at the same time. <laughs> we, should, we should invite Hal Johnson and Joanne McLeod to be a guest on one of these, or maybe just we could get them to record like our closing for us. Keep fit and have yeah. fun. All right. All Goodbye, right. all. The kids are breaking down the door. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Level up. Level up. Level up.